You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Kevin. And this is Mikey. We're here to do the Rolling Toe Show again. Do we have to? We do, well, we don't have to. Oh, we'll we do. do. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, if you have a question or a comment, uh, push one on your phone dial. That will put you up in our quiz queue, and we'll get questions. to you and ask your you can ask your question. We may not answer them. Depending Maybe we'll on just grab random callers and just tell them that they've got a question. you got to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's new and exciting in our world? Um, you got well, anything? I, we, it's, been, it's been a good month, but I don't really know the companies that we've been dealing with. So Okay. Well, I've done some seminars in the last couple of weeks for a bunch of people, probably 200 tire people. Mm -hmm. And every time I mention the 55 degree wheel cut, they go slack jawed with amazement. They know the fleets that are having that particular tire problem and they can't wait to get back and start checking them out. Right, so, 55 degree wheel cut. And that's um, just the, the, when you when you turn the steering wheel. Uh, two and a half to two and three quarter turns. Yeah, and for 30 years. It's turned two turns. It's always been a two turns, two to two and a quarter turns is normal. Yeah. And then, for we didn't know because we're not drivers. We haven't we haven't actually been driving all of these vehicles. Yeah, and haven't been paying attention. Right. So uh, almost two decades ago, they started doing this uh, 55 degree wheel cut on some vehicles. Well, we they did it on the Mac was. in 1990. Uh, well, yeah, that was 25 years ago. Yeah, but Mac stopped. Yeah, they stopped. And then about the rack and pinion from 2005 to 2009. Sure. But even all the way back to almost 2000. Almost 2000. We think they've been out. We think that there have been some vehicles that have put in a, a, a short-turning radius, 55-degree wheel cut. Yep. And they ate the outside of the right front tire, and we couldn't figure out why it was doing it. We didn't. We just didn't. Yeah, well, we knew a 55-degree wheel cut would cause that. But we didn't know they had we it. didn't know that all these vehicles had it. Yeah. But we're sure learning now, finding them all over the place. Okay. Um that's my big deal. That's that's what's got me all excited is finding solutions to problems. One more solution. Yeah, one more problem. We do have somebody there with a question. What's their area code? Uh, 937. 937. You got any ideas? I Minnesota. Jamaica. <laughs> it's Ohio. <laughs> it's always Minnesota, Jamaica, or Ohio. Right. Right. Okay. So we got somebody from Ohio calling. Mm -hmm. Now, the next question is, are they actually in Ohio or have they left? I think they're in Ohio. You think they're in? I think they're gone. Okay. It's a clear cut. Right. Let's see what we got. Hello, Ohio. Hello. I am not in Ohio, but I am in a O state. An O, o state? state. Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma. O How you guys doing? Or, that or Oregon. So in Ontario. Ontario, Canada, but that's not a state, that's a province. province right. Yeah, see, there you go. Okay. So what's up, bud? Hey, just had a question about uh, how often should you be checking your wheel bearings for looseness? Well... 
I believe that every time you grease the front end of a tree, you should jack it up off the ground in order to grease it. And if I've got it off the ground, I'm going to try and wiggle the tires to check bearings and kingpins and tie rod end joints just to make sure nothing's getting ahead of me. So how often do you grease your truck? 15,000 miles, 10,000 miles. And like, that sounds like a good interval to me. Now, realistically, how often should I expect the bearings to need attention? If they're properly installed and adjusted, normally you don't have to mess with a bearing for 300 to 400,000 miles. Not on neuro tracks. Yeah. That's, I probably had a, I would say 300 to 250,000 to 300,000 miles when I replaced all the hubs with the modern uh, hub piloted rims on the truck and then had a loosening of the wheel bearings at about that interval. So I, I'd say that's pretty pretty good uh, estimate. Yeah. Yeah, but once you get it in the air, you might as well shake it anyway. Right, because especially when you've gone past that 300, 400,000 miles on your truck, you know, you don't know when the next problem is going to occur. Is it going to be a tie rod end? Yeah. Did the king cushion give? What happened? And the other thing that I do while I've got it jacked up in the air is I spin that front tire fast, and then I put my fingers on the air brake chamber, and if the bearing has any pity in it, you'll feel the vibration in your fingers, and you know you got to pull it apart. Just little things. Okay. What do you guys think of, uh, have you seen much in front axle fiberglass springs? Any any problems with them? Yeah, we've had problems with them. They've been on and off since the 90s mm -hmm. uh, to try and lighten up the front end and, and stuff. Uh, as far as performance, I, I can't say they're any better or any worse than a steel spring is. But yeah, when they the fail... Lighten. Pardon? For their lifetime. Yeah, for their lifetime. But when they fail, they fail. Mm -hmm. Shattered time. Dude, have you seen situations where it was a extremely da dangerous condition slash it caused an accident when they fail? Uh, I haven't personally, no. But I have seen fractured uh, fiberglass leaf springs. And, and after looking at a few of those and uh, looking at what I've seen all the years with steel springs, I I'd have a... Uh, a steel spring. Right, yeah. Difficult reason the if it ain't broke, don't fix it thing is, is real. I understand it's wider, but steel springs are really good and have an important job. So, yep. I've got about uh, 1.4 million miles on my chassis, and I know I need shackles. So, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about doing the springs anyway. Yep. For me, having the truck. You know, I've got 400,000. I have no known history of the spring uh, cycle life, you know, before I got the truck. But uh, mm -hmm. if the shackles wore out and wore through, even though I've been greasing it at good intervals, but uh, those kind of miles, you know, will still put wear on it. Now, are yeah. these steel springs or fiberglass? I got steel springs. Yeah, well, see. That many miles on steel springs, I'd put steel back. <laughs> right. Uh, would you go with uh, standard, like my front axle is 12,000, even though I have H-rated tires, it's the springs, you know, the axle is 12,000 pounds, so, but I just wanted a little extra uh, tire pressure in the front, front tire, so I went to the higher 
well, the additional, I like the additional load capacity. I don't see any reason to put on a tire that just barely carries the weight you plan on carrying. Because when you drive down the road at 30, 40, 60 miles an hour and step on the brake, how much weight's on your steer axle then? You know, the front end's dipping, so it's going to be more. Yes. So I like extra load capacity in the steer tires. Now, I don't see any reason to put additional load capacity in that spring. It'll take that flex and come right back. Right. Now, if you look at the load capacity you've got in your drive and trailer tires, if you look at the load and inflation chart for those 22.5 tires you got on the back, they can probably carry 55, 5,600 pounds each, and they're only carrying 4,200 pounds each. So you've yeah. got a lot more tire in the back than you need, but everybody puts the minimum tire you need on the front, and then they wonder why they have problems. Mm -hmm. So an okay. A-treated tire thing is a good deal. Right. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, and I wouldn't worry as much about the springs. No, Just the springs. the right springs for the actual. Yeah, put some 12,000-pounders back on like you got, and let her rock and roll. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You All bet. Right. Have Thank a good you. day. You too. All right. That was Ohio. Oh. Yes. Yes. They just had an election there. Did he leave? No, he's still there. There we go. Okay, it stayed. All right, we got to make notes here. We forgot who we talked to. Okay, who's the next one? The next caller is from the 912 area code. And do you have a wild-ass guess on what the 912 area code is? I'll say Texas. Georgia. Georgia. Uh, Georgia. The other end. Of Georgia. The whole night through. He's still in Georgia. He's still in Georgia. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. I'd say he's still in Georgia, too. Hello, Georgia. All righty. Yeah, it's Georgia. Of course, uh, when I got here, there was like one area code, now there's six or something. I don't know. It <laughs> expanded pretty fast. So Yeah. In Everybody's doing it. They're, they're expanding because of cell phones and fax machines and internet connections and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly, because every four-year-old needs their own cell phone, right? <laughs> That's right. They all do. No doubt about and it. And iPads. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so what's up, buddy? Um, got a T680 2015 uh, with uh, Goodyear G399s, H rating on the front. Try to keep yep. them around. Uh, if there's a 123, I'll try to do 135 on those on the air pressure. Good. Good. About 30,000 miles, my passenger side on the second set of tread. It's like somebody took a, a, a cutting knife, knife and cut and the some, yeah, cut it right funny out. little stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, you, you've got the correct inflation. But we were just discussing in the pre show here about the 55 degree wheel cut. And I personally and I think maybe. All right, I think that might be what you've got. What I'd like you to do when you're in, at your truck, the wheel's straight ahead, you're stopped. I want you to turn the steering wheel to the right and count how many turns the wheel goes. If it stops at two turns, then what I'm thinking about ain't there. But if it goes two and a half to two and three quarter turns, the wheels are turning too sharp, it's leaning up on its shoulder, and that's causing your tire work. Okay, and so... Uh, more and more, the, yeah. More and more, of the new trucks are getting what they call the 55 degree wheel cut to make them turn short, and it wipes out the right front tire. Right. Okay. So, 
two turns to right. If two and a half. Or left, guess. Say right or left. Yeah, but, but the reason the right front tire wears is, is it's on the end of the steering assembly, and when you go to the right, it can wiggle. The left front tire, when you turn to the left, is stabilized by the drag link in the steering gearbox, so it doesn't wiggle and we don't get the wear on the left tire. Support on the spindle. Now, if you're going two and a half to the right, and you decide, yep, that's that that guy on the on the radio said that was what it was. There is a steering stop bolt on the spindle that you can adjust so the steering wheel will only go two turns. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or just. Don't turn it. Nah, he's going to turn it. You can't stop him. You're backing into a place and you need to wiggle. You're going to turn that wheel as far as you can and lean on it, trying to get it to wiggle in there. Right. Exactly. So, okay, steering stop bolt. Okay. So that, now, are those tires, I've got 136,000 on them right now, and they still, I mean, they ought to go 220,000, you know, with the tread on them, but are they... You know, I changed the one on the passenger side to the driver's trying to see if it was just the tire or the side. Mm -hmm. but, um, are they, should I change them out pretty soon? No, or? no, keep running them until they're not okay. legal and then take them off. They're not going to blow out, but that part okay. that is worn is going to continue to wear. Yeah, there's no stopping okay. there. Okay. And now That's the one on the right side is going to get it because the cause was... Something happening on that side. Well, if it hasn't started on that new right tire, you might be able to prevent it, it by adjusting it has, the stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it has. It has? I, I've had okay. on that for about 30 something thousand miles, yeah. And that's what yeah, I'm trying to see. My rear tires are doing really well, and it don't seem to be out of line. And so. Now, now I'm, I'm really okay. curious if this is, if you find this and it is, in fact, what we think it is, I would like you to call me or email me or something and let me know, okay? Okay. Okay. You can go to and our Facebook page or our website. Okay. Yeah, we have an MD Alignment Facebook page. You can go to mdalignment.com website. Let us know what you find because we're accumulating data on how many of these are out there and how many people are getting tire wear from them. Okay. Yeah, I've got the only Kenworth and the fleet. Everything else is uh, internationals, and uh, they've got, like, I think a dozen uh, new uh, – whatever the Freightliner is. But Cascadia's. But see, all of those all of those have the 55-degree wheel cut available as an option. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they've, they've had almost every uh, set of front steers, they've had them replaced and in mm -hmm. the shop for weeks and everything else. So, okay, I'll let the mechanic know. Second thing is the, uh, the drive line is a 350,000-mile drive line. And I know mm -hmm. all these parts on here are different, but like, you know, your front ball joints and all that, should it still be fifteen to twenty thousand on the lubes on that stuff, or is it supposed to be longer? Or, you know, you don't well, change your oil till fifty thousand. Of course, I changed it earlier, but you know. Yeah, but but that's synthetic. It's in a contained system. It's got a filter to make sure that anything goes into it. Uh, the oil is a completely different thing than grease. Okay. Water, dirt, contamination get up into there. It is the it's the butt of the truck. Yeah, there is nothing cheaper than grease. Yeah. Okay? okay. And and I I was always taught by guys that I respected that somewhere between f three and five thousand miles we're greasing that pig. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure it stays wow. good. Oh yeah, we okay. used to grease all of them. 
Now, it's up to you what interval you want to use, but I sure wouldn't go past 15,000. Right. Okay. Fair enough. So, all right. Sounds good, fellas. We do. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Drive safe. All right. Okay. We may have another 55 degree wheel cut. May. May. We'll see. He'll he'll report. We'll get the do. We'll get the information. All right. Who we got now? Well, you know, everything starts with nine. We're doing all the nines today. Right. Okay. It's not Peterbilt. It's nine what? Nine something. This one's nine one seven. Oh. We've had people from there before. New York City. Or at least the state. It's the state of New York, yeah. Yeah, okay. It might even be the same guy that's called before. Who knows? Oh, maybe. We may not answer his question now. <laughs> Who knows? Let's find out. All right. Hello, New York. Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. You're glad to do it. What's up? Hey, um, I have a question. Um, I went to the international dealer in Daytona Beach, Florida here uh, a couple days ago to pick up a part. Uh -huh. And I was inquiring about their um, alignment uh, system that they use out there. And I was kind of shocked to know that they didn't even know the name of the system that they're using. And I'm wondering um, <laughs> uh, how good are they uh, in terms of they don't even know the name of the system that they're using. Are they going to be following the MD alignment procedure? Well, I've had a couple of people report to me that the Daytona Beach guys did their trucks and they were really, really happy with them. And that's the okay. only real feedback I get is when somebody calls me and tells me. Right. Right. And, and that's why I figure out. We don't really put a lot of money into advertising our name or the name of the system. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me, that, especially the people in the front, the people that aren't actually doing the work don't know what it is we who, who we are yeah i would talk to the mechanic doing the alignment right and, and if he doesn't know his asthma holding ground that's another whole well, discussion that's a, yeah that's a real problem yeah okay uh that brings me to my second question i'm having a pole to the right it feels like a medium pole to the right side of the road um what can be causing that 90 percent of the time 95 percent of the time that's going to be a drive axle misalignment yep okay just kind of want to have that idea before I go in there so I can yep. still have to talk to them about that. Yeah, I had a Kingpin to replace last year, and I was going to have the alignment done, but the truck was running perfect. It was just, I could let go of the third wheel, and it would just go straight down the road. But recently, I've noticed it's starting to pull a little bit to the right, a little bit to the right, and start doing that. Okay, now you've got the International Air Ride Suspension, right? No, no, no. I have a Freightliner, actually. I have a 99 Freightliner FLD. Okay. If you walk around behind your Freightliner when it's disconnected from a trailer, and you look at those airbags underneath the back end, if they're not straight up and down, if they're leaning in on the bottom, your U-bolts are loose, and that's going to allow your drive axis to get out of alignment. So before they do the alignment, they should loosen the U-bolts, straighten the airbags up, and retighten all the U-bolts so that it'll stay where you put it. Right. And as it's a 99 Freightliner. Yeah. So there's, you know, every time you take it in, there's a lot you want to look at just to make sure that, I mean, after 16 years, 17 years, it, it doesn't owe anybody anything. 
bushings aren't going to fail. You built even springs can break. There's a lot that can happen. Yeah, you need to check so that if, truck and make sure it's solid. Otherwise, just paying for an alignment right. is a waste of your money. So if you, you know, if you're saying it just started pulling, that could mean something changed. Something's not uh, properly serviced anymore. Right. Okay, yeah, because um, the shop that I deal with is an independent shop, and they're pretty good, and they did a detailed inspection on mm -hmm. the one who found pins and all the other stuff that needs to be replaced, that they did replace everything they needed to. Um, okay, then, then I... Yeah, that's all good. I would suggest you ask your independent shop next time you're in there, do they know why the airbags get tilted on a Freightliner? And if they don't, you get a chance to teach them. Right. Ah, okay. <laughs> And everybody can learn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that. So, All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for taking my call. You're welcome. Right. You have a great day. Colin. All listening. right. Yeah. And listening. All right. All right. We done good here. Yes, we do. We seem to. Yeah, and that's a. <laughs> You know, it is crazy. You know, for all the years we've been doing this, you you were just you were just this last week talking to uh, Continental reps and salesmen. Yes, people that we we've been we've been dealing with Continental since before 17, 2000. 17 years now. I've been trading Continental. Right. So, and for since there are people there that you were talking to this year that in 15 years still had not heard. Right. Uh, what we're trying to tell them about tire wear handling, inflation, inflation especially. Oh, they had never yeah. heard my presentation before. Right. Tires, how many tire people across this country don't understand the inflation that's supposed to go in their own tires? Yes. Is is just, it's painful. It's It leaves me slack-jawed with amazement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we got a couple more. We do have a couple more. Which one we got here? We got a 732. Oh, see, now we're not on the nines anymore. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. Making the rules. Well, who do you think? What do I? Uh, California. New Jersey. New Jersey. Well, you couldn't have been any further wrong. Close. Just real close on the map. It's a little map. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is he there or not? Uh, New Jersey, he's not in New Jersey. He's not in New Jersey. Okay, he left. All right, let's try it. Hello, New Jersey. Hello, can you hear me? I, I can hear you just fine. All right. Uh, are you in? Are you in the state or out of the state? I am in the state. I'm home. Ah, oh, well, see, we were both wrong. Too bad. Okay. That means we can't answer your question this week. Yeah. That's a, well, actually, it means you get oh. a freebie. Oh, he gets a freebie. Okay, good. All right, we'll give him a freebie today. <laughs> All right. So here's my question. I've, it's got maybe a two-part question or two separate questions. I'm not sure. The okay. First part is. My my front end, if if I move my trailer, uh, first off, I have a 2001 Freightliner Columbia. And if I move the fifth wheel all the way to the front, mm -hmm. and I have a fully loaded uh, trailer, which mm -hmm. I had last week, my front steers go over 12,000. Yes. I was at 13,080 pounds. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time adjusting my tandems. I adjusted the trailer tandems, moved them back, and I finally had to move the fifth wheel a little back to finally get it down to 12,120. And Correct. I've got these huge 140-gallon uh, tanks on each side, 
And I knew that I had filled up the tanks, and after I burned some fuel, the front would lighten up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I have heard Kevin talk about moving the tanks back a notch or two, and that would lighten the front end. That's true. Yeah. It's a lot of work. What I thought about was if I moved the tanks back, loosen the straps and move the tanks back, Mm -hmm. the fill caps, the fill holes are going to move back, and I've got these little doors on the fairings that, uh, you know, align with the fill caps. How do I overcome that problem? Take off the fairing. (laughs) Then it looks ugly. <laughs> take take a cutting torch and cut the fairing with new holes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait until you've moved the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're we're having a little fun with right now because neither one of us know what the hell we're supposed to do with this because that's not what we do. <laughs> no, but okay. I mean, but uh, and that's what I was wondering whether this is something of your expertise or I need to talk to Kevin oh. about this. I guess my my uh, reasoning on this, I think Mike might agree with it, is uh, I would actually prefer that you just move up a grade in tires. No, can't do that. Can't do that. No, because he's not moving up the springs or the axle. Now, True. you could go up to 13.2 or 16-ply tires, right. and if the scale boy never looked at your axle, he just looked at the tire, you could get away with it. Right. And I guess it just depends on exactly how much you're going to be spending over 12. I mean, if your concern is, uh, you know, once in a while, when the tank is completely full, it's going to be over 12. But when the tank's half full, it's not. Then, you know. I I have heard people tell me that they put 16-ply tires on a 12,000-pound axle and the scale boys just let them go. Right. Because, yeah, that's a lot of work to find the... Particularly, anyway. particularly if the door plate's not in your door anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so if I if I find out what my axle is uh, capable of handling, and if I have tires that can handle thirteen thousand pounds, that would make me legal. Uh, no, no, no. We didn't say legal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're either you're either going to have a twelve thousand pound axle or a thirteen two axle. And you're going to have a twelve. It's a and, a, and a ninety nine. You're going to have a twelve thousand pound axle. That's right. what they were putting out then. All okay. I was saying is that I know some guys who have put heavier tires, same axle, mm-hmm. and the DOT boys left them alone. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Because I don't uh, the know most what their thing weight limits. For us, our most important issue, our wheelhouse, what we're concerned about is tire wear right. due to over, uh, overload or overload. Yeah, right. And if you put on a higher uh, uh, scale tire, it'll handle. You won't, you won't experience. It. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I and I don't you, know what my tires are rated for. I need to go out and check that, and I'll check that first thing I uh, first chance well, I get. I've got the Goodyear. If it won't, if you if you've been putting on the factory tire, chances are the factory tire for a Freightliner Columbia was the minimum to meet the load. Yeah, you'd have a you'll have a low pro twenty two five, I guess, a two ninety five seventy five twenty two five. It'll probably be a load range G, fourteen ply, and on the sidewall it'll say maximum load sixty one seventy five pounds at one ten psi cold inflation. Right. Which means it's basically a twelve thousand pound axle tire, right? Almost guarantee that's what you've got. Yep. 
I've got a pretty new uh, Goodyear Fuel Max that came out sometime late last year, mm-hmm. and uh, I inflate them to 120. And, right. Um, and I'm and I'm thinking, and that's what it says on tire to inflate at 120. And I'm oh, it doing says 120 on the side. Yes. The tire. Well, if the tire says 120, then it's a load-range age tire. Yeah, then you've got a 6,600-pound tire, and the two tires combined will carry 13, too. And if you've got that to match the factory uh, uh, tire that was put on it, you've probably got a 13,000 axle. I'd be amazed if he does, but it could be. I'm not sure, because I just put these tires on a few months ago. And, you know, I put them on because I was looking for a low rolling resistant tire. Sure. And uh, the shop did not have the Michelins that I wanted. Uh, they had the uh, Goodyear Fuel Max. They didn't have right. the rolling resistance, but uh, they gave me a pretty good deal, and they worked out pretty well for me. I mean, I've done an alignment, and good. I've got these super singles on the drives. Yep. And the alignment and all that is fine, which brings me into my second question. Mm-hmm. When my truck is loaded, I have a hard time stopping the truck coming downhill. Uh-huh. So if I slam my brakes and, you know, slow it down to five miles below the speed limit, it picks up momentum so quickly. I have the jakes on and the truck mm-hmm. makes a racket, but it just will not slow down. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to wear out my brakes, so I let it go as fast as, you know, I'll go before I know that I'm going to get stopped. And then I'll slam the brakes again, slow it down five miles below, and then let's build up speed again. Is there anything I can do so that my truck does not build up momentum and, and so that I can control it better? Okay. You put on tires that are low-rolling resistance tires that want to roll as opposed to the other heavy case tires you had before. So it's going to want to roll better now because of the tires you got. Okay? That's how you're getting okay. the fuel economy. Right. Now, on the other hand of it, are you hauling your own trailer or somebody else's trailer? It's my own trailer, and it's a brand-new 2016 Yeah, so that doesn't driving. help me because I was, I was going to say, if it's somebody else's trailer, just use the joystick on your steering wheel and use the trailer brakes to slow you down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do use the – I mean, I'm very – I use my brakes very sparingly, and I do use the, the trolley brake, you know, when I need to. Right. But, I was talking to another driver at a, at, a, at, a, at a pilot, and he suggested checking my fifth wheel height. That's so not going to change your roll. anything to do with it? That has nothing to do with how it rolls. Nothing at all. Okay. So if you're going downhill, you have two ways to slow yourself down. One is you're either going to use your brakes. Two is you're going to use your engine. So downshifting and let the engine slow you down using your engine brake if you have an engine brake on it, or use your brakes. Those are the only choices to slow that thing down. Acceleration, deceleration, you got, or acceleration in the opposite direction. That's right. What you're dealing with. I mean, I'll sometimes if I you know anticipate the downhill, I will downshift, and yep. then my RPMs go up real high, and then with the jake and the sound of the engine, I mean it's making a racket, but it's just like a you know freight train runaway freight train. Yeah, but that's the price you pay for trying to slow slow down going downhill. There's nothing else you got. All right. Now I thought you guys there, might have some ideas. Well, there is another idea. If you want to okay. think outside the box, okay, okay, go down to the harbor and get a boat anchor. 
Yeah, or you could get the high rolling resistance tires. No, no, he wants the fuel economy, the boat anchor. That's the trick. You just throw it out the side, let it drag its way down the road. Well, you might hit a passenger car, but who cares? Okay. Lower your, lower your air pressure, increase your rolling resistance. Yeah, that, that, that's you fighting. That's fighting. He just he's yeah. got one particular situation going downhill. Going downhill How can we break. do this? That's what you got an engine brake for. That's what you downshift for. That's what you got a foot brake for. Okay? Yep. And is there a way to check that my engine brake is operating to the to the optimum? Oh, I'm sure that some engine guy could do that, but I'm but I'm a That's tire guy. You're, you yeah. you you walked away from me there. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. You bet. You, you so have much. a good day. All right. Thanks for calling. Too. Thank you. Cool. We got we got off on the tangents there. That was a fun one. We've got a few more we got some questions. We better get through some of these. Who, who uh, is this guy? Where are we at? Uh, four seven nine. Four seven nine. Any guesses? Uh, well, I'll go with California again. So I'm. Uh, you were close. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, he's still there. He's still there. Yeah. He's he's uh, commiserating over the Razorbacks' loss in the in the. March Madness. Was it the Razorbacks? Yeah, they lost. Or the or somebody from Arkansas. Little Rock. Little Rock. Okay. Hello there. Hello. Yeah, he's right. It was Little Rock. Little Rock. Okay. What's up? You at? Yeah, the, yeah, U of A didn't make it this year, but Little Rock did. Um, dynamic balancers. When I buy these okay. tires, do I have them? Do I have them balanced or not? You know, I don't bother. Not. not if you got centromatic balancers. Yeah. Now, if you if you want to pay for balance, you can, but uh, my view is that using spinning balancing and then using the spermatic is like wearing like wearing a belt and suspenders to make sure your pants don't fall down. Okay. And some of the dynamic balance apps don't like the weights. They say it's it's uh, putting too much into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the tires. I've got the Michelin 27580 Low Pros on my steers. Right. Is the 295-75 the same weight range, or is it different? No, they're the same weight range. They're, if you look on the side of the tire, it'll say max load 6175 or max load 6,600 pounds. The first one was a 14-ply load range G. The other one is a 16-ply load range H. The size of the tires, whether it's a 295 or a 275, is essentially considered the same size tire. Okay. And then a third question, um, don't really have a, a, a tire pressure system on my truck. What I'm referring mm -hmm. to is that I was talking to some truckers, and they have a system on their truck in which it maintains a certain amount of pressure in their tire, say 120 pounds, maybe at all yeah. times. I don't like them. Uh, I, I didn't think you did, and I was trying to explain that to him, but I didn't. Can you explain it to me again so I could maybe share <laughs> Okay. The, the basic complaint about automatic inflation systems is once you put them on, you assume they're working and nobody checks them. And every mechanical system eventually fails, some more often than others. So I would prefer, if I had a truck, to have a monitoring system on it that would report to me what the pressure is in the tire, and then I could take action to correct it if need be. Right, because it's telling you that there's 110 pounds in that 
in both those tires or all four of those tires, but it really only knows how much pressure is at the sensor, not in the tire. And there are valves between one and the other, which can fail and leave you with incredible under pressure on one tire or another. And on your, on your shows, on your, on Let's Truck, when I look up and try to play your shows while I'm going down the road on the blog radio, how, yep. how long is it before the show shows up on there? Are all the shows on there? Um, that depends on our support people, and if they're really rushed, our, it could take a couple of weeks. Usually, that we expect them to be up within a couple of days. But currently, we've got like forty-five or forty-six shows up. Okay, well, I appreciate it. It helps get me awake many nights. Thank you. Well, I'm glad to hear they're worth something. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad they're not as used as sleeping aids. Yes, yeah, sleeping aids would be bad. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. Okay. Well, that was a good call. Yep. yep All right. Yep. We still got a lot of questions. He stayed on our topic. Did he we did. have a topic tonight? Uh, uh, no. No. No topic so, at easy all. Easy to stay on the topic that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next phone number? Uh, 410. 410. 410. I feel like I should know it. Nope. Maryland. 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 And he ain't there. Yeah, he's gone. No, he's gone. He's someplace out of Maryland. I'm here. He's here. I'm here. Awesome. Hey, I'm here. What's up, buddy? How you guys doing? We're doing hey, good. Hey, um, I, I have my name's Charles, and I got um placed a tire. I, I have um all position tires all the way around, and um uh -huh. I had a I had a I ruined the tire where I couldn't get it repaired, so I put a new tire on. Now I'm running um my the one I put on is nineteen thirty seconds and the rest of my tires are thirteen thirty seconds. Should I put it where should I put that tire at? Well the problem is if you made it up next to any one of those tires, the tire next to it is gonna be six thirty seconds shorter. And right. as they roll down the road, the nineteen thirty seconds tire is gonna cover more distance in each revolution than the short tire is. And since the tall tire is carrying a little more weight, the short tire is going to drag to keep up with the tall tire, and the odds are you're going to ruin that short tire pretty quick. Yep. Okay. So if I put it on a steer axle, would that help? Would that? Yeah, steer uh, axle do doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, steer axle's just. Okay. But but you you need to match up two tires on that drive position, right? Right. Right. So is and one I'm of your steer tires? It should be steer... It should be a lot closer. Okay, yeah. If they're within four thirty seconds, you can go ahead and match them up. Okay, yeah. The okay. spare tire should be close to the drives. Correct. Good. Okay. Okay. All, All right. Righty. And, um, what, what? Yep. What air pressure do you guys recommend? You, uh, what's on the side of the tire or a little higher? The drive and trailer tires need about a hundred pounds. Okay. Okay. The okay. steer tire needs ten pounds over what the sidewall says. All right. I appreciate now, it. Now, let me give you the reason for that. The drive and trailer okay. tires under a full load are only carrying about 4,000 pounds of weight. The steer tire is carrying 6,000 pounds of weight. It needs more air. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty Sounds much reasonable to me. Okay, buddy? All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. You have, have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay, another one. We got another one there. Another one. Eight zero three. Eight 
803. He's still there. He's still in Jamaica, yeah. He's but he's not Jamaica. 803 is not Jamaica. Oh, okay. South Carolina. South Carolina. And I bet he's gone. He's, he's still there. It's a crapshoot. Okay, you say he's home, I say left. All right, South I'm Carolina. Here. Hello. You're here. Yes, sir. Awesome. What's hey. up? Hey, um, I'm running wide singles on my truck, uh, Michelin, and uh, I think I heard you in the past. Are we supposed to be running like 120 pounds of pressure? Well, if you look at the load and inflation chart for that tire, it probably says it needs a minimum of 90 pounds to carry 8,500 pounds on each end of the axle or 17,000 on the whole axle. But... I never run a tire at minimum inflation. I want a little extra air. Now, right. a lot of the guys that we've dealt with say they're getting good results with 105, and I've got a bunch of guys that say they're doing real good at 120 and 125. So you pick the number in there that you feel comfortable with and then adjust it up or down as you go along to see how it goes. Yeah, but I would, okay. I would want less than 105. I wouldn't want anything less than 105, no. Okay. Um, I, I know this isn't tire-related, but... How often should you change your shocks? Does the shocks affect the tire wear? Yes, they have an effect on tire wear and they have an effect on ride, okay? So the question is, when does a shock need to be replaced? There's two ways a shock fails. One is it blows a seal and leaks all the fluid right. out, and you got fluid running down, well, you got to replace that one, right? Right, right. The second way they fail is the internal valving in the system breaks and it no longer is passing fluid. Okay? So it's not working. It's not working. And you can tell when they're working when you pull it off the road and you grab a hold of the bottom part of the shock. The one underneath the shell. Yeah, underneath the sleeve. And if it's not warm, it's not working. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I just well, didn't know if, you know, should you, you're changing like every 50,000 or, you know. No, no, no. Wait, hell. No, no. 200,000, 250,000 is very common. All of a sudden, I got to replace a shock. And if I do one, I'm going to do them all. Right. And if it okay. ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So if they're not leaking <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're warm, they're not leaking and they're warm, they're doing their job, leave them alone. Okay. Thank you for your show. And, and it's, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, sir. You have a good day. Thank you for calling. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, South Carolina, and he was at home. What's the next one? 509. 509. That is Minnesota. 09. No, it's not. I don't think it's 509. 509 is Washington. I think it's Spokane area. Washington. Spokane Valley. Spokane. Wait a bet. Let's find out. Sure. I bet he's home. Uh, I'd be home if I was I'd be home if I was him. Yeah, okay. Hello, Washington. Hey, good evening. Good evening. Are you in Spokane? I am. I'm cool. just up in a, just not home, but at a loading dock here at my home place. As soon as I get unloaded, then I get to go home. So, ah, yep. okay, good deal. So what's up, buddy? Hey, I got a 97 P378. Just broke um, in. Yeah, yeah, I just sent 1.9 on this trip here. So Cool. Uh, I've been uh, running the wide singles, the uh, Michelin. The, uh, like the Energy D line. Uh-huh. And I've noticed ever since I've put these wide singles on, I think this is about my fifth set, because I'm a heavy haul truck, so I weigh between uh, 
96 and 104,000 pounds. And okay. so um, I can only make them last a little over a year. Um, I run in the Northwest, and I've noticed, though, that the, the middle three lines in the middle of the tire will wear out before the outer portion of the tire. So when I regroove my tires, when I get down to like two thirty seconds, I'll regroove the inner, in the middle three lines, and then uh, only for two thirty seconds. And then once that wears back down, then I'll regroove again, all what six lines for another two thirty seconds. Is that is that kind of normal that you you wear down the very middle of the tire down before the outside? No, the normal one we get is the outsides before the middle. So the first question I've got is, what inflation are you running? And the second question I've got is, what is your typical speed? Uh, uh, the first question, I usually run somewhere between 120 and 125. Okay. And and I uh, unless I'm going down the side of the mountain, it's 55 miles an hour, just kind of cruising easy. Okay. My my gut feeling is that you got a little bit too much air, okay. and you're pushing the center of the tire out and causing it to have more friction than the others. I would right. try I would try about ten pounds less air and see what that does. Okay, and then also with these tires, I find that. I see that the outside, the very outside, wears a little bit more than the inside. And, yes. And so I'm down to like, you know, five or six, 30 seconds, somewhere in there. And so I'm wondering if maybe the, should I just uh, flip them and okay. be able to, the rim and the tire so that the outside goes to the inside and the inside to the outside so that maybe they'll even out. Okay, so you're saying the tire is wearing close to the frame? Um, no, on the, the outside, or, or it wears to the outside faster than the inside, which is closest to the frame. That's, that's it, the opposite of what we normally see. Yeah, you've got, you know, you've got some bizarro tires. Yes, you do. Um, but, I mean, they, they wear very evenly, and I can run them all the way down to, you know, like 2.30 seconds after I've re-grooved them, you know, uh, twice for an extra 4.30 seconds. But uh, I just noticed that the, like I was saying, that it wears a little bit more on the outside as compared to the inside towards the frame rail. And I was just wondering if I can flip the tire and the rim, take it off, flip it, and then put it back on. You know, to so that it. Yes, my, you can do that. Yes, you can do that. I, think I, I got like um, two inch offsets. I can see like six inches or so of my uh, of my um, what do you call the drum, right? Or the uh, and so if I flip it, then it turns into like a zero offset or something like that. Well, do you have aluminum rims? Yeah. Okay, the center portion of the aluminum rim that has the lug studs going through it is one inch thick. If you flip the rim around, you go from uh -huh. a two inch outset to a one inch inset. Oh, okay. Which and is really a good thing. To, it's a good thing to do. Problems. No, it doesn't oh, okay. cause any problems. 
The only thing you'll have to do when you flip it is you're going to have to put a, uh, a right angle on your valve stem and aim it out to the little holes in the rim so you can air it up from outside. Otherwise, it's underneath the drum. Right, right. Okay. And All we've right. had several guys do that and solve some handling and some tire wear problems. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, sir. Not a problem. You have yourself a good day. All Enjoy right. Washington. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. All right. Another one done. What do we got here? We got two more. Yeah. And uh, one is 705. 705. That sounds like a good place to be from. 705. 705? What it says. There is no 705 on my list. He's from Jamaica. He's from Jamaica. No, hey, Jamaica, I wrote it down. It's 876. We got that from somebody oh, okay. else. Yeah. Maybe it's Aruba. He's from Belarus. Belarus. <laughs> <laughs> 705. Let's find out where 705 well, is. You got a guess? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going with California. You're going to go with California. I'm going to go Texas. Let's find out. 705. I have no idea. Hello, 705. You need to come to the other side of the border. Arizona come border. border. I'll come north of the, the border. Oh, he's Canadian. Yes. Central slash northern Ontario. Awesome. Very oh. good. Way up there. That's Way like, up there. I figured if I call, I could stump you. Awesome. That's you're, good, you're buddy. You're starting to get good at it. No, no. I cheat. I got a list. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> always Google. Yeah, that's true. Is, yeah. But we, we do not qualify to operate the computer. <laughs> there you go. Hey, so what's so my question for you guys is, uh, what is a good tire for spread axle? We run uh, spread axle flat. flat there bit. isn't one. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to understand that a spread axle is not designed to turn a corner. So uh, I oh, oh trust me, I, I I know that I've got a fifty three foot spread axle right now and there's thirty eight thousand on the spread. It, yeah. I, I can't go anywhere. I can't turn a corner. No. Right. Now, do oh. you have a dump valve on your system? No, they won't put those in. Yeah. Okay. Well, they do them down here in the states. They'll put a dump valve on it, and when a guy comes up to a corner, he flips the switch, he dumps the air out of the rear one. And then he pivots around on the front one, and as soon as he straightens out, he puts the dump back down, and he drives on down the road. Yeah, no, we, 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 uh, some some guys up here got lifts, lift axles in them, but not many. No, no, they don't bother with the lift; they just dump the air out of the rear one. Yeah, most 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 guys, if they're gonna go up here, they'll put a lift axle in, and they won't put a dump yeah. even. Yeah. Well, as far as as far as what tire wear is good on it, uh. I've Not never like seen you. one. No. Never seen one? There's no particular tire that's going to put up with that kind of abuse better than anything else. And our, our experience is that the right front axle position wears the worst, mm -hmm. then the left front, then the left rear, and then the right rear. So rotate. Okay. That's the best thing you can do is rotate. Yeah, I don't know. Our, their tires don't last long enough for them to rotate, and the trailers don't get the shop <laughs> often enough to rotate them. Right, I know, I, right. I, they, they, they seem to like to run retreads on the uh, tandem trailers. So I kick the, I kick, I, I kick the cap off in, in a week. 
Well, now, now, now we're talking about is there a good recap? And yes, there are some recaps that stand up to that much better than other recaps. So instead of peeling it off, the recap they use has big flaps that go down around the shoulder of the tire, and they don't peel off nearly as bad. Yeah, these ones only maybe go down maybe maybe an inch on the side. Yeah. yeah. So you might check with your recapper. I don't know who you're getting you're doing your capping, but uh, there are some caps that stand up much better than other caps. Yeah. Uh, I, I know when it comes to the wide singles, these guys, they like to run their wide singles. Uh, oh, a lot of our tractors are running wide singles. Some of, well, some, of our, some of our tandem trailers are running, the trailer I got right now, it's running dual. So my tractor yeah. runs single. Yeah. But well, I have uh, we, we have... We've got, we've got a fleet of multi-axles, uh, okay. all our five and six axles. They yeah. pretty much all run super single. Yeah, and, the, and those recaps don't stand up. I don't care what you do to them. Yeah. I don't know if a tire that stands up on a, on a six-axle trailer. Yeah, that's but the recapped wide base is even worse. I know. We had, well, one of our guys actually two weeks ago kicked the, killed the whole cap off. They put three brand new tires on his trailer and decided to put one recap. Yep. So yep. They kicked the whole thing. Yeah, that'll do it. All, All right, right, buddy. Well, very well, then. Have a good night. You drive safe up there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Baltimore. Spring finally comes. Oh, you're in Baltimore. Oh, so I'm no moose where you're at. Snowing. Snowing. And no moose, no moose where you're at. No, just snow. Just snow. <laughs> There's nothing but snow. You can handle that. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, All right. Very good. One we, more. One more. We've got six minutes left. Six minutes to do one more. Yep. And it's the 256 area. 256. 256. 250. Oh, I got it. Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's where the guy with the Audi was from. Yeah, the guy from Audi was from. This isn't an Audi guy again. Well, he had one, 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 one. Oh, that's right. It was no call. Yeah. Yeah, he blinded us. All right. What do we got here? Uh, let's find out. Hello, Alabama. Hello, sweet home Alabama. That's the doing place. Tonight? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm doing fine, sir. I talked to you all about uh, probably about uh, three, three, three or four months ago. Uh -huh. I'm the one that's got the T600 that bottoms out yeah. on the front end and had put new shocks on and tried two different brands of shocks. And I didn't write it down. I was going down the road. I'm home tonight, sir. So uh, mm -hmm. was it Camber or Caster that I need to set? At, I believe it was two degrees. Caster. Okay. Reduce the caster to about two degrees. Should soften out the front ride. Right. All right, I'm writing that down so I won't have to call in and bug you again. And on the window, that's parents, okay. We like the conversation. It's all good. All right, good deal. Uh, wheel bearing settings, sir. Yes. I've got the T600 duals. What should it be on my steers and my drives? Well, if you got a T600, you probably came with the preset non-adjustable bearings. What year is it? It's a 2007, sir. Yep. He probably has them unless somebody's taking them out. So take them out. So we need to know if it has the sleeves between the inner and outer bearings. If that's the case, you tighten them to 300 foot-pounds and leave them. Yeah. It's, it's a decent system. If yeah. it's kept tight. If uh, the sleeves are not in there, 
then there's a different set of settings. Depends on whether you got a single nut or a double nut or something. Right. But the, okay. yeah, the, the, the standard setting for a pack car ever since 2002 has been 300 pounds all the way around and leave it. Yeah. All right. If I got the, uh, and I'm not a mechanic and don't claim to be, if I had the bearings replaced, and they put, uh, didn't about put the three sleeves back, ago, would it, what, sir? I don't know. And if they didn't put the sleeves back, then we have to adjust them. Okay. Right. So what I'd like you to do is figure out which one you got. Now, do you work on Facebook at all? Yes, sir. We've got a Facebook page, MD Alignment Facebook page. Makes Once sense. you find out whether the sleeves are in or not, contact us on Facebook, and we can give you uh, the information on how to set them. Yep. All right. So the mechanic that did that, should, he should be knowledgeable enough for me just to call and ask him tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Did okay, you put so sleeve bearings in or not? Right. Okay. All right. And the last question I have for y'all tonight is, uh, when I spoke with you also a couple of uh, about three months ago, you said something about a video that you can purchase that's good for one week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Where will I find it, sir? I'm on your pay. I'm on your uh, uh, website right now. Okay, go to the products tab. I'm there. Should be a video library. Uh, online library. Yeah, that's it. Click that. Okay. It'll take you a sign-in page where you create a little account for yourself, and then That's it'll take you into I've the and then you go into the library, and then you can pick the video you want to watch. And there's one on wheel bearings, there's one on inflation. Pick the one you want to watch. It'll cost you ten dollars to rent it. You'll get yes, an sir. access code, and you can look at it as many times as you want for two weeks. And two in weeks. that video, it does give the the torque settings that we like to use. Oh, okay. All right. Up, Super. Is this also the one, sir, uh, that will show you how to check your alignment on your truck and everything, or is that, is that one of the There videos? is a video in there. There is a video in there that shows you how to use 30-foot of string, a tape measure, roll the duct tape, and check your alignment. Yep. Man, that is awesome. And it's uh, two weeks, and it's usually, did you say it's usually around $10? It's $10 weeks. a video. Yep, $10 wow. a video. You pick the one you want to watch. That, that is definitely a bargain. Good, good. That sounds like a winner. Well, I will get... Yeah, if, what, you, if you look at the video and then you have questions, feel free to call us. We'll be glad to help you out. All right, sir. I sure do appreciate y'all taking the time. And you did say caster, get it reduced down to two degrees, and it should it should yeah. help on the bottom and out. It'll smooth the ride out a bunch. Yep. Thank you. All right, sir. Yep. Thank you so very much, and y'all have a great night. You do the same. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, sir. Okay. Looks like another one. It's actually the Arkansas that yeah. I talked to a little bit ago. He, he should float it back up. Exactly. Let's see if he's got another question. We'll find out before we okay. sign off. Hello, Arkansas. Hey, guys. Hello again. Or is it only yeah, the basic, the basic principles apply to anything with four wheels and a steerable axle, okay? But I don't have a lot of experience in that lighter stuff, so I can't speak with as much authority on those as I do in the other stuff. Okay. Thanks. That's all. All righty. You bet. You have a good day. Yep. You too. Okay, folks. It's been fun. We've gotten through the questions. We had a good time. We did. We are going to skip next week, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. Going to give you all a break from our nattering and nagging and all that stuff. But you all enjoy your Easter Sunday. We will be back the week after that. And have yourself a great week. All right. Thanks a lot, folks. Bye.
Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 